Yo, 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 this is YF Dizzy, and you tuned in to the Red Pill Experience live on FBRN.us, a global radio station. And honestly, everybody who's tuned in, anybody who's ever watched my show, anybody who's given a like, a share, or anything, or supported me, I honestly want to thank you guys because this past month, they called me yesterday and they let me know the Red Pill Experience was the show of the month at Fishbowl. So I'm just happy that I, you know I got introduced to Sammy through my homeboy Tony. We I actually met them because I started moving their furniture when they first moved to Globe Life Park, and I got introduced. And it's honestly been a, a, a wonderful experience, a great team, and I just feel honored to be picked as the show of the month. And that being said, I'm gonna get y'all right into the topics because I got a lot of stuff to say and. None of it is going to come with hate, but it's just all going to be facts. And if you get offended by my facts, then that's on you. There's nothing I can do but just say what I have to say. And if you get offended, that's on you. But let me ask this question right off the bat. If you a parent, right? Let's say you a parent and you have an 8-year-old kid. Would you let them drink a beer or smoke a cigarette? Simple question, just yes or no. Would you let them drink a beer or smoke a cigarette? Probably not, right? For most of us who ain't Russian or Irish, we would probably say, no, we're not going to let them drink a beer that early. Why? Because they're too young and they don't know no better, right? Yeah. But what if they said they don't need your permission? What if they said the doctor and the government said they could so they don't need an answer from you? What would you do then? Here's, here's a couple things. You have to be 18 to buy a drink, to serve a drink, to smoke, to buy glue, vote, join the military, book a hotel, have sex, get a Costco card, use a Lime scooter, change your name. But now, pretty soon, without the permission of the parent slash guardian, your child will be able to get life-altering hormone blockers, and also mutilate their genitals as a minor without your permission. So you have to be 18 to change your name, but you could be a minor without your parents' permission and change your entire gender. I just, I'm wondering, has the world just gone crazy? Like, literally, has the world gone crazy? We do realize the reason kids have to listen to their parents is because kids are fucking idiots i remember being a kid and i was a idiot it's not uncommon why because when you're a child your brain is developing and learning day by day when you come into this world you don't know anything so that's why you have parents that take care of you and will watch for you and to say hey that's not the right way to go don't put your hand on that stove because you're probably gonna burn it don't go outside without a jacket because you might get sick. Because why, as a child, you don't know any of that? Their brains are brand new, dumb, and impressionable. But for some reason, there's a push for kids to be able to change their whole gender before they're 18 without their parents' permission. Basically going around the parents' Why in the hell, what type of sense does that make? 
And it's honestly going with the narrative that's going on in this world right now. Because I feel like the Matrix is geeking right now. Which is me tripping out that's just a different word I use. Because, you know, most of y'all know Demi Lovato, a little Disney star. She's a, uh, you know, pop star. She performed during the Thanksgiving to the National Anthem, you know, all that. Well, she said that she's against gender reveal parties. Why? Because they're transphobic. How is a gender reveal party transphobic? This is the quote she said. Only an individual person can determine their gender. And, okay, so I went back and I looked up what the definition of gender. So the definition of gender before 2010 was an identical word to sex, meaning a penile or a V. And I guess from 2010 forward, we've just thrown all knowledge out the window. I guess we just said, fuck the books, throw them over there. Fuck science, throw it over there. We're just going to say how we feel, and that's what's going. That's what's going to be cemented as history. And it's not even just that. I feel like there's an attack on the family as a whole because Nancy Pelosi, y'all know Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, she introduced new rules to the 117th Congress. Part of the rules was saying this, the use of the term mother, father, Son, daughter, brother will be eliminated. And instead, we will use parent, child, and sibling. Why? I know I'm a father. And I know my child is my son. I feel like we're trying to placate the minority now. Most of us people who are just out in the world, we know we have a mom and we know we have a dad. Because that's how we got here in the first place. It takes mad woman to make child. That's just... Basic biology, science, biblical, and don't even got to go to the Bible. Each person that's here today was made from man cells and woman cells. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about that. Why are we trying to get rid of genders? That makes no sense. The majority of people still identify with what is between their legs. 90%, I would say, of people identify with what is between their legs and people this is something that was brought to my attention because Rand Paul and Dr. Levine were arguing back and forth and he asked them you know he gave her the stats and the information and was waiting for her response and this is this is basically what she said that's that field is very complicated and if you want to talk about that we could talk about it later and he asked her twice, two different sets of facts, and same response. Like, basically, you're not smart enough to know what genders are. That is a very nuanced and complex field, and I don't want to talk about that with you. Why not? If you're pushing for kids to be able to mutilate their own genders, you should be able to talk about it at any situation. At any point in time, you should just be able to rattle off, hey, this is what I believe, and this is what's going to happen. And boom, boom, boom. Because that is a large step. We we can't even let them vote. I couldn't even rent a car till I was 25. <coughs> Excuse me. The person I was 
three years ago is completely per- different person than who I am now. What makes people think that minors know exactly what they want for the rest of their life? That's why they, and this is the same people that advocate people to get abortions when they get pregnant young. Why? Because that's a life-changing decision. A baby's going to change your life forever. Well, guess what? Changing your gender from male to female, female to male, changes your life forever. So why is that allowed at a young age as a minor? If you want to do that and you're above 18 and you're on your own and you want to use your own money to do this, for all, you do it. I have nothing against that. You do you and, you know, that's you. You're your own person. You're an adult. You can live your life. But putting this in children's heads, that makes no sense. What practicality does it even apply to? Like, it just, there's no benefit for the majority for kids to start changing their sex. And there's actually a statistic that was done, a study that was done, that it said 90% of kids with gender dysmorphia, meaning they don't know which gender they are or they're confused about their gender. If they don't have no outside influence and they're just uh, allowed to be without any operations, without any hormone blockers or extra hormones or pills or whatever. If they're just allowed to be 90% of kids by the time they become an adult have reached a resolution, meaning they either figured it out or they decided they want to change their sex. But they reached a resolution. That is something that is going to change their life. And now, now this brings me to Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head has been a staple in toys ever since Toy Story came out. We got Mr. Potato Head, Potato Head, Mr. Potato Head, and Mrs. Potato Head. Both genders are represented, right? But now they were going to get rid of Mr. Potato Head. Mrs. Potato Head was okay. She was going to be able to stay. But Mr. Potato Head was just going to be potato. And they were going to... I'm not going to get into that. But they decided to bring it back because there was too much outrage. This makes no sense. Why are they trying to attack gender? This is biological. This is something that you can look between your legs and you can see what you have. And tell me. Were any of y'all, as kids, still trying to do the same thing you were trying to do when you were a kid? Are you still trying to do it now? Or any of the decisions that you made as a kid, do they make sense to you now? Probably not. Like I said, the decisions I made when I was 19, and that's legal. That's when they you could start doing it. But when I did when I was 19, I'd be like, damn, why the hell I do that? Why the hell I waste my money like that? Why the hell I, you know, link up with that chick? Why the hell I waste my time doing that? Why the hell I... Because as we grow as people, we tend to change. And we adapt to our environment. We adapt to our life and to, to society. But I feel like at this point, it's getting ridiculous. And I want to ask to the people that's listening. Do y'all believe there's an attack... On the family. Because now I feel like. It's more popular. 
to not have, well, it's not more popular, but there's a big push to get away from the traditional family. And that's honestly what we need right now. The reason our society is crumbling apart and people are influenced so easily is because most of us millennials and before Gen Z, our families was fucked up. Artificially, though. Crack was pumped into the black community. Uh, Hispanic parents were separated. And there's just a whole bunch of stuff that happened where they messed up our, our family structure. And Jordan's right. They're attacking the way God has structured us. What it's supposed to be is God's first and then the man and the woman's next to the man. And the closer they get to God, the closer they become together. And then the second layer of the pyramid is the kids. So it goes God, the parents, the kids. And that's a solid foundation. But now they're trying to make rumbuses and I don't even know what. And Jared, my boy Jared King out there, he said, we need family because we are all family. And that's true. We do need family. If you really think about it, none of these experiences that we're here for don't matter. At the end of the day, the only thing I remember from my life that's very important is the time that I've spent with my biological family and the time I spent with my my second family, which is my friends and my, you know, people that I've met across my life. But for some reason, there's a major attack on the way that things have been done. And I don't know about y'all, but it seemed this past month, and you know what happened in this past month, is intensified. And if that, and if you agree with what's going on, then I see. But if you don't agree, then say something. Because if you don't say something, they just... It's a slippery slope. You give somebody a foot, they're going to take a mile. And it's not coming back. It's easy. To, it's hard to come back from where we're going. And it's easy. If you just pay attention, read between the lines, you can see exactly what they want. They put in little snippets in the news and little, you know, here and there. And me personally, I am for the family. Family is the most important thing. Why do you think they make our our society right now is over-sexualized? It's because over-sexualized over people lead to depravity. It leads to low morals. It just leads to the breakdown of the family. And it's done on purpose. It's not like they just... Put this plan in like, oh, five years ago. We're going to do this, you know, whenever we put uh, Joe in. No. This has been decades-long plan that they've been doing, building up to this. And for, and for those that stay quiet and don't say a word, you're a part of the problem. That's weakness. Being scared that your family's going to say, hey, what you're saying is crazy. We should be accepting of everybody. No, that's weak. That is very weak. We need strong men. We need strong families. We need leaders. That is what we're lacking nowadays. Do you know how easy it is to get in the top 10% now? Because it's not even competition. Everybody's too weak. Everybody's at home on their phone, sitting on their couch, eating another bag of Doritos, drinking another soda. 
if you actually even put some effort and you start to get above out that, you see that you become a minority at that point. And then people start looking at you weird. Your family stop trying to mess with you because you're not conforming. You're not falling in line. They're going to tell you something. You're going to end up in the gulag because when the cages come, they know you was the only one speaking out. And guess what? If we all band together and we speak out against what's wrong, we're just that much stronger. But that's that's all I got to say on that because that was really pissing me off and that we're becoming very accepting of this, tired of this shit. But on a lighter note, when we get back, I'm going to give y'all five tips to my gentlemen because most of my audience is men. And women, you can stick around too if you want to listen, but... I'm going to give y'all five dating tips to make your life better. Because they everywhere. But you listen on FBRN.us, the show of the month, the Red Pill Experience. We're here live from Globe Life Park. We'll be right back. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, it's YF Dizzy. And it's the Red Pill Experience. You tuned in uh, on FBRN.us. Hey, and if you're watching on YouTube, please give a share. And the subscribe, it costs $0 to show support. And if you on Facebook, give it a share. It costs $0 to show support. But now that we're here, I'm going to give you fellas five tips to make your day in life easier. Tip number one, make yourself a man of value. Why would that be tip number one? Because I'm in in the group that thinks you should not be dating at all if you're not on your shit. If all you got got going for you is your job, and then once you go home, you're on video games. Well, even if you, some of y'all don't even have a job, and y'all be on Tinder heavy. Y'all be getting all the matches because y'all got all this extra time to be DMing all of them. But my thing is, make yourself a a man of value. Clean up your diet. Clean up your money, your bank account. Find a, uh, you know, a hobby that makes you money. You know, try to level up your income somehow. Start working out. Start reading books, non-fiction books. Fiction books is good if you're just relaxing, but you need non-fiction to de- uh, develop your brain, raise up your pocket, and just make you a better man. So it's work out, eat better, read some books. You can even read some books on how to pick up women, and that sh- that'll help. I remember when I was 18, I read one of them and that shit. That leveled me up big time. You should not be ashamed that you could get knowledge from somewhere. Like, I feel like that's a big problem in in our society nowadays. Everybody feels like they're too good or too, too, uh, everybody feels like they're too good or too proud to ask for some help or look for knowledge. That is stupid. It's stupid. If you think you know everything and you don't look for it. But number one, make yourself a man of value. Number two, don't put too much pressure. A lot of y'all guys, y'all get a girl's number. And it's going good on the first day. But then y'all kill the vibe. And y'all kill the vibe by over pursuing. Y'all put too much pressure on the coochie, y'all make her think that she's the only girl for you, even though you just met. And if you lose her, you're gonna die. And they could feel that. 
girls are very receptive to energy and they could feel the thirstiness in your text in your voice in your approach they could feel it all so my advice is the reason you should be uh step one first is because if you're a man of value you really don't got too much time to just be over pursuing putting too much pressure you have to fit her into your schedule not saying hey can i take you out um on this day oh you're not available let me go tuesday tuesday not available wednesday if your schedule is too open and she could and she could get in any day of the week and you're just gonna make time for her she knows you're not a man of value a man of value is gonna be too busy to just be waiting on a female to fit him into the schedule make him fit into your schedule make, be a man of value to where you busy enough that you're not over pursuing step number three let your intentions be known quick I'm not saying on the first little meetup, uh, you know what I'm saying? Be like, hey, I'm looking for a girl or I'm just looking to link up or, you know, this. Obviously, first, you're going to fill them out, you know what I'm saying? First two meetups, you're going to just fill them out, see what happens. But from that point on, just say, hey, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I like kicking it with you and we can keep kicking it. Or you could say, hey. I'm not really looking for a girlfriend, but if you want to keep doing what we've been doing, that's cool too. Because guess what? A lot of y'all men are scared to do that because you feel like she's going to be like, nah, I don't want to talk to you no more. And you think that the coochie's too valuable to lose. And that's that scarcity mentality. That's why you're really not getting that many girls as you could. Because you're scared to lose the one just by telling her the truth. Because most of us know from the, from the jump, if we just want to kick it, or if we're looking for more with a particular girl. And I promise you, I know this from experience, that if you tell them the truth, that you just tell them, hey, I just want to kick it with you, and that's that. That's all I'm looking for. They're not going to get mad. Because sometimes that's just what they want too. Sometimes they just want to kick it. Sometimes they just want to vibe out with somebody. And that's that. But let your intentions be known quick. Step number four. Link up quick. A lot of y'all mess up because y'all be on the phone too much. Y'all be texting all day. Y'all be calling. Y'all be FaceTiming. But y'all don't ever link up. Linking up should be the main thing. Your phone should only be used to set appointments or link ups. Talk to her for like 30 minutes. Hey, we're going to link up this day and I'll pick you up at this time. And then that's that. Why do you have to text her? If you text her all day, what are y'all going to talk about when y'all link up? That makes no sense. And... The time that she's waiting, anticipating the date, that raises her attraction level to you. The anticipation builds. She doesn't know what to expect. She doesn't know what your personality is going to be like. But that's exciting. You know how boring it is if you picked up a book every time and you knew exactly what was in there. And you didn't have to read none. Just the, the back cover told you exactly what was in the book, chapter for chapter. Nobody would read books. We would just read the back. Same thing with dates. The reason y'all ain't really vibing like that when y'all link up is because you already talked your little heart out through text. Or the reason she not linking up with you is because she not vibing how you text. And a lot of us don't really know how to text. A lot of dudes don't really text like that. I never was a good texter. So that's why at first I used to mess up. A lot of girls would give me their number and I used to mess up because I would text too much. I will respond too fast. And that's what I'm saying. Become a man of value. So where you look, you can't be on the phone like that. 
and you could only say, hey, if we finna link up this day, and that's that. You ain't think about texting her. You ain't saying, oh, I'm going to wait till 3 to text her. I'm a, you need to be a man of value and link up quick, saying, hey, I don't really have too much time in my schedule, but if we can link up on Tuesday at 7, I'll come pick you up. You, you can't do Tuesday? All right, then. That's it. That's it. Go find another one. If that one don't fit your schedule, why are you going to force it? And then step number five, rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. So one, make yourself a man of value. Two, don't put too much pressure. Don't over-pursue. Three, make your intentions known. Tell her what you want. They're probably going to be down with it if you're a man of value. Four, link up quick. Don't waste too much time texting and talking and, you know, just blah blah they don't like that that's a feminine trait to want to text and talk all day you should be out there on your grind and five rinse and repeat that's my my five steps to uh better dating for you guys and plus oh the masks are coming off mask off effort mask off that's what future said right the masks are gone and i could not be happier Cause I ain't even gonna lie, I ain't been wearing my mask besides at work. Cause you know you got to, you gonna get fired. But even at work, I be pulling it down when my bosses don't be around. I am excited and ecstatic. The the masks are gone in Texas because science proved from the jump it ain't really served no purpose. The science has proved that most of this has, most of this has just been fooey. The real science. And I feel like we finally gonna get out of it. Hopefully it's good. You never know the way these past year and a half has been going, it might be another curveball. But so far, so good. And I'm lit. And let me know how y'all feel about the mask being gone. Are you excited? Do you want them back? Do you want them to stay until everybody gets vaccinated? Cause that's the case, you're gonna be waiting forever because this guy is not getting vaccinated. Never. Or I could say I'm not getting vaccinated, but I I identify as a vaccinated person. So, I mean, that could work with their science, you know. <laughs> but that's not like, that's just a joke. There's not no hate speech. But with that, I'm going to take another quick break. We're going to play some tunes. This is the Red Pill Experience. YFDizzy, FBRN.US. And we will be right back. Yo, yo, yo. It's YF Dizzy and it's the Red Pill Experience. And we are back. We are back. We are back with the show of the month. And I am excited and thankful. But right now is the time that I'm going to give y'all some free game. So I read this book called The 12-Hour Work Week. Well, not the 12-Hour Work Week. The 12-Week Year. So basically what that is, is you break down 12 weeks and you set the goals in them like if it was 12 months. And that way, you basically have four years in in one. And it's honestly helped me elevate my life because I uh, this week is the end of my first 12-week year. And I made strides that I've it took me years to make before. And I'm excited for this next 12 weeks because I'm adding double to it because honestly it was pretty easy to do it and we underestimate what we could do in the short term and we over 
No, we overestimate what we can do in the short term, and we underestimate what we could do in the long term. In order to get stuff done in the long term, you have to do short-term steps. The way to run a mile is to take the first step. The way to swim is just to paddle your arm one time. So that's why goals are important. Set a goal and go toward it. Even if you only complete 20% of your goals because most of us are trash and terrible and we're going to give up and we're going to fail over and over because I know I have, you will still be closer to your dreams than if you never set goals at all. So set a goal and go towards it. Run 100 miles towards it if you want to change your life. So how to set a goal? It's like working out. Goals are different for each category of your life. And you're the master of your life. So don't be too harsh like a slave owner at your goals. But don't be too soft like a a doormat parent. You got to meet somewhere in the middle to where you're motivated enough to complete your goal. But your goal's not too hard that you're never going to try. You're going to give up and you're going to be overwhelmed. Set a goal. Go towards it. And start improving your life. Because that that's the at the end of the day, that's all that we're here to do is just improve our life, live good, and be happy. Do you enjoy being sad? I know damn well I don't. I like to live my life filled with joy, happiness, laugh, and growth. Because if you're not growing, that means you dying. The moment that you stop growing, that means you started the process of dying. And me, the way that I'm going, I plan on growing every single day of my life until I die. Which, it doesn't make sense with the example I just said. But y'all know what I'm saying. Each day, you could grow a little bit more at something that you want to do. For example, my goal for the 12-week year that I got coming up is to get down to 180 by the sixth week which is easy for me because the first just by doing the things i was supposed to do starting to work out starting to eat better i lost 10 pounds during my 12 week year this from january to march i lost 10 pounds without even trying to put too much effort just doing what i'm supposed to do going to the gym eating better and just taking care of myself and sleeping good but these next six weeks I'm going to try to get down to 180. And simple. How do you break that down? Two pounds per week. Two pounds per week. And I can get down to like 180. It's not that hard. A lot of us. How's, how, how do you make a million dollars? First, you make $1,000. And then you learn how to make $10,000. Then you learn how to make $100,000. You just double your efforts which is not double that was you know random numbers but i'm saying step by step left foot right foot left foot right foot breathe in breathe out simple but i'm i'm glad people tuned in i'm glad if you're watching on youtube please give me a thumbs up tell me what you enjoyed about the show give me some feedback positive feedback or negative feedback because i'm not you know Thin skin. I could take some insults. I actually like when people, you know, come with negative feedback because I could see through the negativity and see what they're actually saying. They might say like, "Oh, you, you know, did this and that," and I'd be like, "Huh." There actually is some good advice behind the anger that they're saying. 
But this has been episode number eight of the Red Pill Experience. That's all for me today. I will see y'all next week at the same time. I got a special guest lined up, so I will see y'all next week. Deuces.